It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. Tuesday morning. The people that just don't fit, and I'm not talking like socially, I'm talking they can't fit into their own clothes or whatever was bought them. That got interesting a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Imagine, Kat, it's a warm summer day. Mm-hmm. Your family is in Scotland walking behind you. As you're in your casket. Wow. They're ready to lay you to rest in your eternal resting spot. They're sad, obviously. They miss you. But as they roll upon your forever resting place, they lower the casket. Your family stays behind to cry solemnly as they begin to sprinkle dirt on your casket. They look on your tombstone. It says, beloved wife, mother, radio goddess. Food rat. <laughs> Died from eating a gummy worm. Oh, man. What a way to go out. So the reason I bring this up, I have a friend who choked over the weekend on a gu- So he's all alone. His wife and his two daughters are off. I think they were playing hockey. For whatever reason, he stays behind. And it reminded me of when you talk about how Derek, st- when he's home, he just sits in his underwear and gorges on horrible food and then wipes his hand on the carpet and stuff like that, right? He it does not. it reminded me of that. But he went and got a bag of and I don't I think there is it Harbo Haribo. that makes Haribo that makes the gummy worms. He said he was sitting watching golf. Okay. And eating the gummy worms when one got lodged in his throat, he must Scary. have tried, and he there was nobody around. Yeah. He had to backflop on the floor. Like he got off the couch yeah. and then just threw himself on the floor. Gave so that himself the Heimlich? Yeah. Wow. To get it out. Like that's the way he was going to die. His wife and kids were going to walk in Sunday night Ugh. and find him blue in the face. He died of a gummy bear. That's awful. That would not be ideal. What almost killed him? You. I had a moment like that. We were on a ski trip. My mom used to take these massive ski trips where she'd load kids into this coach bus. Like we always went in style because we would always drive like two hours away. So we didn't want to sit on a school bus. And I remember I was up front and I was eating some cuties or, you know, just an orange piece. And one got lodged in my throat. And I felt so like I scared, nervous. All of a sudden, I I hocked it up, you know. But for a brief moment there, I had died. So here's what I want to do real quick. What food almost killed you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine about a thousand ways to go out other than dying by myself, sitting in my underwear, watching golf, and choking on a gummy bear. Maybe it was a chicken bone. Maybe you got poisoned and you almost died. What food almost killed you? <laughs> Imagine the hearse leaving the church, your cold, dead body inside, and there might still be a gummy bear jammed down your throat, and that's how you died. Oh my God. That would be the worst. Those are the kind of stories that you got to make up, like should have seen the other guy. You know, you can't go out with everyone attending your funeral and having them think it was a gummy bear. We have Julie, Tina, Glenn, you all have to call in. I do want to focus on Lisa. She had a moment where she thought she was going to die. Pregnant and crying, took a bite of a saltine cracker. Then it took a deep breath in. And then between the sobs, all the crubs went down the uh, oh. airway. I couldn't breathe. I was scared. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> they would have softened up and you would have lived. But imagine. That's scary. Imagine dying that way. How's Glenn doing today? 
I'm doing good. What food almost killed you, sir? A Dorito. Tell and me about it. How? I was just sitting there on the couch eating Doritos, and apparently I did not chew the one piece completely through, and all of a sudden I swallowed, and it got lodged. I was home alone, and I started panicking, oh my God. hyperventilating, and the last thing I thought, I seen the corner of the wall, and I went and thrust my back <laughs> against it, and boom. Wow. Done, but the pain in the back was really bad. <laughs> I bet, but you're still alive. But I bet that hurt. Did your throat hurt? It was going down like the, the sharp corners of a Dorito? Oh, for hours afterwards, oh, it felt yeah. like my throat was ripped up by that Dorito. That uh, panic, though. I haven't ate Doritos since. Oh, you're off them. That's how you get off Doritos. <laughs> you have to almost die. That was God's plan. He's like, get off yep. the couch. You are going to choke today. Dang. And, uh, and and who would have found you, and how long would have it been before they found you from a Dorito uh, de- death? Oh, it would have been my son, who was about 16 years old at oh. the time, and he was out and about, so it could have been hours afterwards. Oh, uh, you would have pooped your pants by then. Your bowels relax. Okay. We're good uh, here. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Glenn. Have a great yeah. morning. Appreciate you. <laughs> I want to bring Christy on the show. Uh, Christy, what food almost killed you? Mine's not so much of food, but it was my pre-workout. Ooh. So I decided me. to make it easy on me that day and just chuck it in my mouth while I was driving on my oh, way to the gym. Yeah. And I just essentially inhaled the powder. <sighs> And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't. I'm trying to drive. Like, I was like, this is it. Here I go. I'm pre-workout. Like, <laughs> you didn't even bother to pull over? going to literally kill me. What's and that? You catch, you catch yourself. You catch your breath. You figure out you're not going to die at that point. Good workout? Yeah, good workout. I mean, I was coughing up workout for the rest of the night. But Oh, man. Yeah. I, just, I know a couple of guys, too, that will just uh, dry dog that stuff. And it'll take thing. that scoop. Yep. And it, number one, it rots your teeth out like Does methamphetamine. Uh, and the other thing is that's my biggest fear, too, is that you uh, you just take a breath, and all of a sudden that stuff is in your lungs. Yeah. You'd never sleep again. Wow. That is scary. Yep. Nope. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I've um, done it since. So. Yeah, I don't think so. I think <laughs> a small water bottle at uh, at your disposal at all times would be a good idea at this point. While driving, of course. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chrissy. Have a great morning. Hope so, your day goes well. Julie had called. She saved uh, uh, Jack and John. They call in for why are their Friday rocks every Friday. They're big fans of the Playhouse, but um, she said that she saved Jack's life from choking on a chili dog. That she's never been more scared in her life. That's kind of like that moment in uh, uh, what's the baseball movie you watch? Field of Dreams. Oh yeah, the little girl chokes, chokes on, on a hot, hot dog. dog. Something cats never, ever probably gonna have a problem with. <laughs> Can you help me? Cat looks at me and goes, clears the schedule for the next 20 minutes. Then I realize that it's probably hitting a little close to home. So OPP is other people's problems. Obviously something Cat's going to be near and dear to, but we welcome Marcy to the show. Got a, a little bit of a situation. You're struggling, right? Oh, I mean, this feeling sometimes I, I wonder, am I alone? I mean, it's it's honestly, it's really hard to describe. Um, it's 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 been an interesting couple weeks. I'm, I have a kiddo. He's 12 years old. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it, there's, there's like a, it, it's such a hard feeling to describe. But it's, it's like like a like a lost feeling, if you will. Like yeah. I'm kind of teetering in this this void of like here and there, kind of like when they were younger, they just they always were kind of needing you, and now I don't know, not as much, you know. So I'm, I'm just kind of lost. I think. Yeah. I think that's a. Uh, 
I'm, I'm just kind of here in, 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 the, in the middle of nowhere almost. Are there groups out there? Because I feel like you, you know, and I are thinking up right now with what's going on in our lives. Like you have a 12 year old, I have an 11 year old, but is there nothing better than to know that they're getting older and they're more independent and your guidance is paying off? Like that's, that's how I try to focus on it. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, I hope that there is a community of mamas out there that are, you know, kind of in the same boat with us, just kind of navigating this new journey into yeah. the into the teens, right? Like the preteens into the world of of raising teenagers and all of that entails and how maybe how we just need like a, our life. a big bottle of Josh wine and just to like cry a little that. bit. I would. I love Josh. Yeah, Wine. you guys, great job. Nothing you like fixing talk. your crippling depression with a depressant. Great we job. are. We're not <laughs> abnormal with this. Like we can't be alone. There's got to be like. There's got to be a support. Group I went out through there. this three times and I never felt this once. This is. This is on you. I bet if I had your wife on the phone, man, she'd go on and oh. on about it. These feelings are real. There's a lot oh, of empty yeah. wine bottles in the recycling that would probably back that up. I guess. Plan how uh, how far out of the uh, the house are your kids? They're well out of the house. We're talking mid-20s. Okay. So what would you tell somebody like Kat or Marcy who are freaking out because their kids are getting older? Well, you kind of said it right, JJ. You know, they want their independence at that age. They're just trying to pull away, do their own thing. Even before that, they're all clingy, and you you felt like you're a needed parent. But as they get older and start adulting and they find out exactly how rough it is out there, they will be back. (laughs) That's good. I'll hold on to that. Until they want to live back at home. That's where I'm like, no, 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 no. What about their mom? Is it your wife still? Like, how did she handle that whole thing? It was it was rough. I mean, it was one of those things that, you know, because the mother has a bond with their children versus a, a dad with a bond with the children. Okay. But as a dad sitting back, you see it all. And, yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, you start seeing it and the feelings are there that you feel, you'll feel lost. But oh. yet... Like I said, they return, especially on paydays. They'll be there. <laughs> uh, have you got to the point yet where you're a grandpa? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of got to be fun to be able to uh, to spoil those kids and then give them back. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I'm afraid, and I'm not ready to do that yet. That's a but few years I'll away, tell man. you what, I am excited to be able to do that. And then to go to my kid's house and throw my dirty laundry all over the place. Yep. And then to pee all over their floors. Kick and, your shoes oh at the Oh, my ceiling. God. I'm really, there's a lot of vengeance I have stored up from these years of raising these knuckleheads. Glenn, I'm sure I'll have the, the feeling that you do right now, but that's, that's I feel Marcy. In the meantime, she just wants everyone to feel sorry for her. No, I do not. No, I don't. Don't feel pity for this woman. Do you feel mad? She's It'll get better. Yeah. <laughs> How many kids uh, do you have, by the way? Four. Oh, geez. So you were busy all the time, man. Well, hey, I appreciate your insight this morning, brother. Have a great day. All right, you too. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to watch your kids grow up and move away when you have more than one. It, I'll tell you what. It is. When you yeah. shove that first one off to college and you know you still got one or two in high school yeah. and middle school and then all of a sudden they start. But like, uh, uh, Trish I'm not will diminishing have, the feelings. Trish but. will have an extreme problem when Nolan goes away to college. Yeah, I feel and like. I will feel feel the ease of everything. Oh my God, I'm going to get fat and stoned. It's just it. I'm just going to sit around. You're such a loser. Oh my God. I'm going to so so turn into a 19 year old again. The IRS already issued 20 million million refunds uh, this year totaling $66.9 billion. The average refund check this year is $3,207. Am I going to get money back? Give me that eight ball. Am I going to get money back? I don't even know. What does it say? 
I'm going to get money back for my refund this year for 2023. You got to hold it down like that. Down. It says the you friggin' eight ball it? is what broken. The heck? No, it doesn't. You hold it down like it. It says it is decidedly so. Oh my god, that's exciting! Up two point one percent from last year. So that's uh, encouraging. Uh, these fans and former employees they held a vigil, candlelight vigil for something that is very close to their hearts. The Hooters is closing. <laughs> Hundreds gathering at the old Hooters for a candlelight vigil. It's a lot of memories going down with that building. The vigil began as a joke between friends gaining traction on social media and the attention of international news outlets. Long live Hooters. <laughs> Long live Hooters. Listen, I never had a problem with Hooters. Uh, that location was just probably not the best for them because the wives would drive by and the husband's cars would be there, but... I thought the what, food was good. For uh, When I worked in the Mall of America, I would, you know, you'd take your break and I'd always go and talk to the Hooters girls. You would? Always. Did they be, talk back to yeah, you? All, uh, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, because they, if you, they, they knew He's you weren't again. just, they knew you just weren't a perv. <laughs> I never ate there. Oh, I would stand outside and I'd talk to all the, I would pervert. talk to all the girls because they knew I worked in the mall. Yeah. And they, and I'd say, oh, oh, oh games I'm, by I'm, James I'm, I'm, right, I'm like, I'm a junior in college, right? <laughs> and I'm, and, I'm, and I would do all the time. And I remember the one girl, her name was Kayla all the time. I'd be like, hey, Kayla. Oh, hey, JJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'd be free beer. I, I was that guy. I would hang oh, out man. right by, and I'd never go in. I was just hanging out outside right by the railing. Did you all offer the time. them free ice cream when nope. you worked at Hagen's? They, they, they did come in asking for me oh. when the Beanie Baby craze went buck wild. Oh, or if they were looking for a specific Monopoly game, I was their guy, man. <laughs> the Hooters girls yeah. want to play Monopoly. All right. And that is the four before you hit the Are door. you telling me you don't think a Hooters girl can play Monopoly? They're very intelligent <laughs> they have ladies. other stuff They're to do. They're very, very they smart They are Uno girls. ladies. Okay. Trust me. I applied. Yeah. And you <laughs> didn't. And you were stuck at home playing Uno by yourself. Shut up. Last week, someone lost an eye at Bingo. Bingo. Bingo what? Bingo. 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 All right. uh, What I love about Listener Bingo is it's about you and your story, but you can't call till you hear what we're looking for. First things first, Kat is looking for somebody listening who... Do you have a real old person name like Mildred? This is pretty funny. My daughter told me the name Ashley or Amanda or my name is Amber are old people names. And I never thought about it this way. But she's like, yeah, my teacher's names are Miss Erica, Miss Samantha. Whereas Mm. young people names like my daughter is Scarlett. There's Charlotte's. There's Olivia. There's Penelope's. There's Isabella's. There's Bella's. There's Ella's. Those are young people names. For me, Ashley is always going to be like my friend from elementary. So it just seems like a kid name to me, but it's not. Ashley, Amanda, Amber, all of these names are basically the new Margaret or Barbara. Isn't that crazy to think about? And now all these Penelope's and Isabella's and stuff, they're going to be old ladies. And then the Ashley's are going to come back around. So my grandmother's name was Maxine. And I always consider that to be the oldest of old names. My friend Carolyn's mom was Maxine. We called her Maxi Pad. She Ooh, did not like that. Not so much. No. Uh, my dad would call her Max, and she would <laughs> just get livid. So you're looking for anyone listening who has real... got, like, a really old person yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look for anyone listening who doesn't fit. And by that, I mean, like, you've got a body part that is a little abnormal. Like, you don't fit into regular people clothing or regular people cars. I'm going to introduce you to this guy. His name is Jarrell Bolden. Okay. He's only 16. He wears a size 23 shoe. Oh, no. And he just got a dozen shoes, a uh, dozen pair of shoes, uh, along with a whole bunch of clothing from Shaquille O'Neal. I don't have no control over his feet growing like this. But just as a parent, not being able to 
do something that your kid needs. It's like they do something to you. So just to have people reach out and pull through for us, it was amazing. Can you imagine your son only in a couple of years? My son is 16. Yeah. And if you couldn't go to the store and buy him clothes. that How sad. Yeah. So which one now? I got all four lines filled up. You get to pick which line we're going with this morning, Kat, instead right. of just the first one. Uh, let's go with line number three. Line number three, it, it it's is how do it's Keelan. Yes, it's Keelan. Keelan, I like that. And uh, now, Keelan, which uh, which one are you calling for? That like you've got a body part that doesn't fit, Why or you got yours? Uh, mine. What doesn't fit? Uh same thing on the news. I. Only about 15, I had a size 18 shoe. Oh, my gosh. How tall are you? Um, I was, at that point in time, six foot, six foot five. Wow. You sound tall. You have that, like, bassy voice to you. Who'd you get it from? Uh, my dad's side of the family. Okay. Oh, uh, how tall is your old man? Uh, my dad is uh, six foot two. My great uncle's... About six foot four. Mm-hmm. So that's how tall you were when you were 18. How tall are you now? That's when I was 16. Oh, 16. I'm okay. six foot seven at 18. Jeez. <laughs> so we have this guy that goes with us to Mexico. His name is Big John. And I felt so bad just to see, and his wife is a tall woman too, but to see them in regular airplane chairs, you know, like they asked if we could move somewhere else or whatever so they could be more comfortable in the airline um, made that happen for them, but I'm like, you are so tall. What size shoe do you wear now? I'm I'm still at 18, thankfully. And where, where do you have to do? You have to have these special made because you can't just go to Foot There Locker, was a right? big and tall store here in town. It was over by Midtown. Um, usually I go over to uh, the Boot Shack. Okay, okay. all right, and a little special order or something, huh? Yeah, usually he's got some sort of stuff in stock. Okay. That's wild. Um, uh, what, what, if yeah, last question. If you had to say, what is the the most inconvenient thing in your life right now? What is it like on a daily basis being that tall? Um, is it everyone going? Oh, you're so tall. What's the weather like up there? Yeah. <laughs> finding clothes for everyone going. Hey, can you grab this for me? Yeah, <laughs> like grab it for yourself. <laughs> I think it was like a year ago when we were like, oh, my God, China's spying on us with those uh, spy balloons. balloons, Yeah. Yeah. And um, NORAD believes that the spy balloon that they recently intercepted over Utah was nothing more than a cube shaped mylar balloon. And fighter jets had tracked it. (laughs) What if that was Uh, some kid's birthday party in like Australia? And that's the one that got away. And we had to, you know, scramble the jets. I think I talked about my friend, Sarah. She worked for a lawyer uh, a long time ago, maybe like 20 years ago. And she had to she had to go sit on houses uh, and watch and get evidence. Like an injury lawyer. Yeah. And um, she did a ton of spying. She has like so many amazing stories. And I'm like disguises and stuff. Probably. I mean, she probably had all those like crumpled up styrofoam coffee cups, you know, and the like, like detectives on houses yeah. and stuff. I'm like, that's got to be my next job. I am. I am. Um, I can hide behind things easily. Could never do it. I could slow my breathing so you can't hear me as, you know, nor- I don't think you have you to do that would. if you're sitting in a car across the street. You never know. A, re- a good detective. All of this sounds brain. exhausting to me. My ADD is so bad. There's no way I just. You've never had to this. spy on anybody. No. Why? Why? 
I don't know. Who am I going to spy on? What am I going to catch? Maybe you had some shifty neighbors or whatever, but. The only time, like I said, I was in uh, in college and my roommate was, I was convinced that she, his girlfriend was cheating on him and he didn't know so much. So I'm like, dude, we just, mm-hmm. get, let's, and she had a, a first level dorm room and we went out now thinking back on this, this is probably pretty illegal and stupid, but we, if it was a four nights in a row, we went out there and just sat outside her room. And what were you her. hoping to accomplish? Well, we f- figured she'd end up going in there with her roommate or with her, uh, the guy that she was cheating on or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she didn't show up for those four nights and they found out later she was just spending time at his place. Oh. So, I mean, he was getting cheated on for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wasn't good at I mean, we'd, 10 minutes. I'd be like, we should go get a beer. And then like 20 minutes. I'm like, come on. Let's you got to have the patience. You do. Can't do it. You ever spied on someone? That's what we're looking for. Uh, Candy had said, I was uh, encouraged to spy on somebody. Can you tell us the story here? My neighbor, my next-door neighbor, I know her dog very well. We're next-door neighbors where, you know, I take him out, take care of him when she's not available, this and that. Um, She had a suspicion that her son was smoking, so she wanted me to go over there when she wasn't there and just kind of casually play it off, hang out, go sneak into his room, see what I could find because he wouldn't think that I was up to to anything. So as I'm sneaking through his room, kind of just trying to be real cool about everything, the dog comes in and sees me and starts barking. Oh, no. And then he comes in and I was like, hey, what what are you doing in my room? And (laughs) have to try to play it off all like, ugh. So, yeah, he busted me being sneaking in in the kids' room. It's tough to be a spy. It is tough. It's tough to be a spy. You ever spied on somebody? Hi, Cindy. How are you today? I'm all right. Good. Do you have a a future in espionage or not? Well... (laughs) If people want to hire me, sure. Okay, well, who'd you spy on? Give us some. Give us your credentials. Uh, my ex uh, was convicted of domestic abuse and uh, was serving a sentence during COVID, and they let him out on like conditional because of health issues. Okay, and he was following those conditions, and the probation officer really wasn't interested in doing his job, and so. I played spy and drove around and got pictures of him doing all the things that he wasn't supposed to be doing and turned it into the court. And um, they put out a warrant for his arrest again. And the police just didn't seem to find the time to go and get him. So I tracked him down called 911 and stood there until they came and arrested wow. him. You Look know, if somebody you. had physically assaulted me, I assume it's you that was physically assaulted by him, I would forever want to know where that person was. So I don't blame you at all for doing this detective work. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, and, you know, when you go through years of domestic violence and they say, you know, report it, report it, and report it, and you finally do, and the judicial system pretty much craps all over you, yeah, um, it, it's a really hard pill to swallow. So, yeah, I, I would think so. You're like, you're supposed to be in my corner. You're really strong for me. taking this into your own hands. Were you ever scared? Um, once. And um, I had a very good friend that actually accompanied me. Oh. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, it was, I, I, when I did show up to where he was, I made sure to park my car to where he couldn't get my car door open. I like put it up right against another car. Sure. Yeah. 
And uh, so I protected myself, but uh, he was <laughs> he was a uh, coward domestic. You know, he would only do it in the privacy of our home yeah. where, mm-hmm. you know, people wouldn't find out. And and after year, years of emotional and mental abuse, I I was beginning to believe that it was my fault that he was doing it, if not for some big changes in our life, I probably would have still been his victim. I think everything you're saying is pretty normal for a domestic abuse Yeah, and I don't want to shift subjects too quick, and I know you got to get going, but, like, I I figure most days when Kat is, she says she's sick or she doesn't feel well, I'm pretty sure she's faking it and just day drinking, so I'm going to get your number off the air, and then... I'm going to have you go and spy on her, and if you can get some pictures to prove I it, then... I will spy on her, and I will take her down. That a girl, I love I'm it. right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do me a favor and set an alarm for 7.30. Be up during our live show Wednesday morning. You could end up walking away with $3,000 cash. Again, that's 7.30 Wednesday morning. Right now, let's finish up the podcast. Let's begin now. Ah, get up, get moving, let's go. It's a Tuesday where it's going to be chilly and tomorrow's going to be the same. And then all of a sudden this weekend's going to be hot and you just don't even know what season it is anymore. What a roller coaster. Welcome in. I'm JJ. How's Kat? I am fine. How are you? Good. Rough day yesterday? Yeah, it was. Got some uh, vertigo at like noon and it was the worst. It was all like 1230. I was driving home. And sometimes it just happens by you looking left to right. It is so creepy. And then thank God I was halfway home because by the time I got up to my bedroom, it was like I was wasted. Explain that for anyone that hasn't been through it. If no one has been through it, it's like uh, in a matter of minutes, your head feels like it is 25,000 pounds and the room is spinning. Like if you go out all night and then you put your foot on the ground and I mean, it's it's bad, and then you try to get up, and you're walking all over the place and barfing, and what, so what causes this? Is it an, is it an equilibrium thing? It's is a it crystal imbalance within your head, and so I am going to go see Lacey at Gerhardt's and Chiropractic. She says she does this all the time, and so I'm just I mean I can't not do it. I gotta get in because the last time I had it was six months ago, so I've had a good stretch between then. This is probably the fifth time I've had it in my life. A crystal imbalance. It is a crystal imbalance. Go ahead and Google it. Um, no, I'm not doubting you. I'm just wondering. You did last there, time. Did I? Yeah. Uh, what what <laughs> what can you do to? Is there anything you can do to prevent it? I don't know. I'm gonna do everything in my power a, because wait. it like literally is such a hindrance. And some people, I feel bad for it because some people have it for like days. Like Janet Jackson didn't do her whole tour because she would have it for a couple of days that it would go away for a week. Then she'd have it again. And the liability of booking a tour like that, just impossible. But um, yeah. And then I had to make all these plans through texting and I was like doing it with one eye, you know, and I'm like, uh, can someone pick up Liam? Can you bring him home from school? And so I had a friend do that. And tiny calcium crystals, (sighs) they come loose from their normal location. Yeah, and it's just an imbalance, and it's weird. In the it inner ear. Literally, is you look one direction, and then if you look the next, they get knocked out of balance, and you're yeah. like they say that's how wasted. you reset it as well. Like, if you feel it's coming on, you're supposed to turn 45 degrees to the right and lay back, and then to the left. I'm, I tried to do the bananas. mind over matter. I truly did. I was like, you are not, girl. Nope, you got too much to do. You cannot be down. You're not going to miss a day of work. You got the... And, all of a sudden, I put my head on my pillow, and it's like a thousand pounds down. And then you try to pick it up, and then you barf. And so I was barfing for like nine hours. Jeez. And then thank God, at midnight, I woke up. And every time I wake up, I'm like, "Please don't be spinning. Please don't be spinning." And then at midnight, I texted you, 
And I said, I'm good. I'm good to go. So is it better to sleep this off or yes. is it better to try and fight you it? You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You puke and you are so exhausted that you just pass out. You pass out for like hours. And then I woke up and it was dark out. My kid was home, thankfully. And Derek, <laughs> Derek lights was, were on. Mom said, come yeah, home. Derek was making dinner. And I was just like, it's so weird how life just like passes by. And you're like, oh, it's weird. Scary. Yeah. And, and there's nothing you can do to prevent this? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have looked it up, but I have never done the chiropractor for it. So I just have to say that I did everything I could. So do you, uh, do you Q-tip? I Q-tip every day. I got some right here. I love Q-tipping and I don't have any wax in my ears. It's not a wax imbalance no, no, or anything no, it's like a, that. If you, but your crystals get knocked out. Like but your we don't know how though. Like we don't know. What if it's Q-tip? I don't know. Would you stop? Would you be willing yes. to quit? Yes, I would. I would quit cold Q-tip turkey if I Jeez, could. My day wasn't very eventful. <laughs> I, uh, I went to the gym. Great pump yesterday. One of those days where you, uh, as you're undressing, yeah. you take an extra look in the mirror because oh, you, you go. I, I was like, dang, I got a good pump today. Okay. One of these things that I used to just, I used to hammer down the whole time through my workout. And now I'm really trying, trying to take my time a little bit more yeah. and feel it a little bit more. Do you and, do the uh, side pose with the knee out? Uh, no, not the, oh. no, like that. No, <laughs> uh, I'm not quite there. Um, oh. But I, I did feel like a really, really good pump yesterday. Uh, went home and my life is now complete again. I mean, I love my family and everything and my job. But now that baseball is back on TV, yeah. I've got stuff to do before the real baseball season starts. Good. And a uh, big walk with my wife and uh, through, I don't know, about 150 pitches to my kid in the batting cage. My arm is like jello right now. Talk about bad. an Americana day. It was an all-American day. Took the dog for a walk <laughs> and uh, and that was it. Uh, I would say we're both kind of living that middle class lifestyle with... Uh, I feel so much lower middle class with having three kids in private school right now. And and you scrape and you save for what? Like if you had, if you and Derek both consciously scraped and saved for, say, six months so that you could do something great for your family, what would that great thing be? Great for my family? Yeah. Um, It would probably be like a first class trip. Okay. Somewhere. You know, like bells and whistles. Are you talking like international travel? Yes. Great restaurants, great travel accommodations, uh, like an Emirates bed, you know, when you can lay down on your flight. Where you budget enough where you don't have to worry about looking at the prices on the menu. Kind of. Yeah, something like that. Well, unfortunately, that is the number one thing that's going to be gone out of middle class society in the next five years. Travel altogether. Well, travel as far as extended family vacations. Yeah. So they did this big survey and they said, if you consider yourself middle class, the following things are probably going to disappear from your economic scope okay. over the next five years. And the big three private, I just said, what did I just say? Private schools, right? The rise in tuition is far outpacing the gains in income. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of schools, uh, at least where my two oldest go, as far as scholarships, if you ask for, I mean, there's a ton of financial aid available if you try and work hard for it. And then uh, in the scholarships, as far as academics, athletics, stuff like that, uh, new cars, is number two on the list because prices have gone up significantly in the past five years. It looks like that trend will probably continue. And I know one of the things that they're discouraging the most right now is leasing. I think the problem is, is like if you go look for a used car, you really can't find anything solid and reliable for under like ten dollars or $15,000. Yeah, you have to live a certain lifestyle to lease a vehicle. Uh, that was one thing that I, I didn't like about leasing because I couldn't 
just go what wherever I wanted. What I loved I about it was I got a new truck every couple of years. And now I'm like, this, my lease will be up here in, I think, April or May. And I'm just going to buy it out because it's yeah. the, the truck I want, right? But the number one thing that if you consider yourself kind of part of the middle class that is going to probably go away over the next five years is extended family vacations, especially if you want to go international because taking a week off and paying for all of it is very, very, very difficult. So where a lot of people go wrong is that they show their kids a really good time early on. Don't do that. (laughs) So start with like them thinking a luxurious trip is uh, uh, whatever, a KOA at Wisconsin Dells. And you could totally swing it if you squirrel away some money and then have everyone just camp in an RV or something like that. That was one of the reasons that we wanted to get this cabin really, really bad is that they always had that. And then if they wanted to spend their money to go on a vacation, yeah. they would uh, all of a sudden go, oh, it's a little bit cheaper to drive to Spicer uh-huh. than it is. But then yet, uh, my daughter's going to Spain. My son's going to Cabo here in the next two yeah. weeks. I'm like, we're, I didn't have that kind of money. When I was I their age, definitely I not. did. And now they, they work hard in the summer. And so I'll give them that. They're paying for all this stuff on their own. But I feel like even in my summer job, that money went to tuition. Yeah. And they're like, we're just going to have some fun right now. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, you never know when the clock is up, too. That's the other thing. Like when the when the sand dial's done, you never know. Right. So, I mean, we have amazing memories of bringing Liam to Disney, but we went to Florida three times with that kid. And I would sit him down and probably get maybe a memory out of him. You know, and so that would make me sad. I wouldn't even have that conversation with him because it would make me so sad with all the money we spent. What do you think that you're working the hardest towards? What's trending? What's trending? I want you to think of what your best life would look like. I love Kevin Bacon, the way he spends his time. He hangs out in Connecticut on his farm and he just plays uh, his guitar. Well, this is a mandolin singing Beyonce's new single here with his goat. The same thing. Yep. Hey! Is that his wife? Yeah, Kira Cedric. That's them. Every day. And then he'll make like charcuterie boards and he'll just drink wine and like watch nature. And what a rough gig, huh? I love that. What's what's your best life looking like? Like you want to create it. The older I get, the more my best life looks like this. Wake up, six. Protein shake, workout. Back, showered, shaved. To the golf course at about 8.30. Got it. Stogie, blunt, beers, golf. Back to the pool for the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Roll out to dinner in the golf cart. Like, I'm really thinking way ahead on this. So you want to live on a golf course? uh, Maybe, or just close enough where I can drive the golf cart there or uh, Uber back and forth. But I think it's, uh, I think the people that got it licked are the people that don't, you don't have that little part-time job while you're older. Yeah. And you can just do whatever you want whenever you want. Why don't you work at the golf course a few days a week, just like uh, parking golf carts? Nope. No? I don't want to take orders from anyone. No one would order an old person around. You just putter around. Mm, I just want to be done. I want to be done working for people when I'm done. Okay. That's my best life. How about yours? I would love to wake up at around 7, maybe a little bit earlier because I love watching the sunrise. It's my favorite thing. Drink some coffee, maybe enjoy some of the morning news, and then take a walk and then go meet somebody for lunch, a friend for lunch, and then go out to dinner with Derek and, and then repeat. I, and then every single Never day ending I do cycle? That. Yeah, just a different place for lunch and dinner. I Here's what I do know. Day. When you stop moving a lot, yeah. that's when it kicks in. That's when you're, the old people stuff starts happening. See, like, I would, after I retire, probably have 
a little side gig because I would get really bored just mm. sitting at home. But what is, what's your best life looking like? I'd love to hear because that is what's trending. <laughs> 